to our beautiful deep community, I want to assure you the deeper is going nowhere and the same incredible content will be released every week, but now through Arise. It is going to be less trauma heavy and more inspirational, uplifting, but it will still challenge and push you to grow. For all your deeper episodes, they are still available every fortnight. You can still get your deep hit with the deeper subscription. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This season has been one of the biggest and one that all of you have had so many opinions on, good and bad, like... <laughs> The feedback from some of you are vicious. So I wanted an opportunity to acknowledge your thoughts and also give back some of my opinions and thoughts and feelings. I'm going to do that. First up, though, I want to say at the end of this episode, I am revealing what is coming, the huge launch, the anticipation for the deeper part of the deep. Uh, what it all is, what it means, what you guys can expect. I know I've been teasing it a lot, but I'm going to explain it all at the end of this. So let's get into this season. Some of you, okay, I love you. I love our community, but some of you are hard on me. Like I I am not a professional media journalist. I don't want to be. That is not what this show is. So when I sometimes have a human reaction, please allow a little bit of grace around that. What I'm talking about specifically is Spanion. He was one of the biggest episodes of the season, one of the most listened to, also one of the most controversial. You either loved him or you hated him or you were very concerned about the way I was in relationship to him. This was my first in-person interview, like post-second COVID lockdown. I hadn't been in a room with someone, let alone a very large ex-criminal. I also want to say a lot of the negative comments that came towards me off the back of that episode was how I was giggling at... Spanion and at the time specifically when he was talking about assaulting someone with a box cutter in the neck. I think that was the moment that really fucked off some people. Now, I was not giggling because I think it's funny to stab someone in the neck. I don't even know why I have to say this. We have done now, what, 68, 70 episodes, a lot of it based around trauma and violence. And I hope that I've earned your trust enough to know that I find that behavior disgraceful and I would never laugh 
at someone harming someone else. What I was laughing at was a couple of things. I was sitting in front of someone who has no empathy for that choice. That makes me uncomfortable. And often women in society have been raised to make men feel comfortable by putting them at ease by doing things like that. On top of that, I was uncomfortable. So I was laughing out of discomfort, which we all sometimes do when we're in a situation where like, (laughs) that's, you know, it's a nervous reaction. But at the same time, I was appeasing someone, but also making him comfortable to tell his story. So it's very nuanced and very multifaceted. But I do want to apologize to anyone that thinks I would ever laugh at somebody harming somebody else. That is so out of character for me. And I really hope that you can understand that. So the giggling, yes, was out of character for me. And I should have put that in the intro. You're going to hear me laughing at some uncomfortable shit because I was awkward AF, also sitting in front of an ex-criminal, also feeling uncomfortable at times, also trying to make him comfortable to share with me. So I wanted to cover that. I want to talk about something (sighs) a listener reached out and gave this feedback on the Instagram. I found this hard to listen to. Enjoy all your other interviews. But if this was the first one I'd listen to, then I wouldn't be listening again. This new season isn't as good as the other two. This is our seventh season. But we'll persevere and hope there is better interviews. Okay. You can probably understand. I had some things to say back. Often I don't. I responded. And maybe this was the wrong way, guys, but again, I'm human. I'm going to read you my response. This is season seven. I also want to add that it is a privilege for you to access this content for free week after week. I've been working my ass off straight after having a baby to continue to give you this content. Even when I was relocating to another state five weeks postpartum, I was in quarantine, I was still creating this content. If your feedback isn't constructive, please leave it at the door. And Spanion, because that's who she was referring to, is a great talent. This conversation was one of my favourites. So perhaps you don't understand the deep at all. You don't need to tell me you won't listen again. You can just choose to without letting me know at any time. And a little thank you for producing seven seasons would have been nice. Okay, elements of me were petty and I am not always going to be the best version of myself. I am deeply flawed like all of you. And yes, a lot of you will say, but all podcasts are free. You know, you're creating this. This is your job. Absolutely. This is my choice to do it. But I also now have a team of, we've grown just recently from a team of four to 12. I'm paying 12 different people on the team and still I'm not getting paid guys. So as much as I love doing this, it's also really hard to get people willy nilly going, God, it's not as good or, and I I can admit that there were a couple of episodes that were weaker, 
when I was in that transition period and after the baby because I really wanted to keep producing the content and sometimes the talent, you know, were weaker than other weeks. And that's just, look, that's just going to happen over every medium of entertainment, okay? I get that and I own that. Um, And there's also going to be light and shade in everything. But it's just everyone has an opinion and you're welcome to it, but you also have to receive back my opinion. So this person got very upset that I responded that way. She then continued. I'm sure you want to hear this. I'm just going to read it. Don't appreciate your message at all. Your choice to do these podcasts. We all have life commitments and we make choices. If it's too much for you, then you shouldn't do it. Do you like how I'm putting on her energy? All podcasts are free. Ooh, you're getting me angry, lady. I listen to many, many good ones and I will be taking yours off my list and not recommending again to my friends. I do not appreciate your reply and think a lot less of you now. Glad I can see this. You are not professional at all. And I just wrote, bye, Jane. <laughs> I was so done with that situation. But I just want to break some things down. Jane is correct. I don't have to make this podcast. She's absolutely right. But I love it. I love it. I love talking to these people. I love sharing their stories. I think it is important for stories to be shared in this context away from mainstream media. Yeah, will I do it for free forever? I can't, guys, because just being here now, I'm paying a nanny. I'm paying all the people on the other side of this audio to get it ready for you. I can't I, I can't do it forever, right? So lots of podcasts are free. Lots of them have sponsors and some of ours do too. You'll see that some of our episodes have ads. Lots of ours aren't sponsorable. Lots of clients uh, that have budget to put towards podcasts. It's much easier to do that with fluffier podcasts that talk about pop culture or reality TV or footy or something. When we're talking about children that have been molested by their stepfathers very difficult for a sponsor a big brand to go oh I feel comfortable putting my ad in there it also feels uncomfortable for me I'm not going to put an ad in there so it's really hard for us in that way to keep the free content going so when she says that sure but it's a different type of content that allows other podcasts to keep running for free because of their ads. Um, You guys have the option of turning me off anytime you want. That's your choice and your right. And recommending me is so helpful. But um, her throwing that all in my face after doing the work and her enjoying it and consuming it was just a bit of a slap in the face. And um, she's not doing me a favour by listening if she's going to throw it back in my face. Anyway, I wanted to just cover off Spanion because there was so there was so much love for him, but I wanted to – we always look at the negative, right? I just wanted to feed back if you felt uncomfortable by the way that episode went or you wanted to pull me up on it. I get it. I own it. You've got my response to that. I also had a cop 
I had a few things. I had a cop who's also a friend just go, I fucking hate that he's got a platform when he's a bad person with no empathy. And I feel really, this is her, she's saying, I feel really triggered by that and it's not fair what he's saying about the justice system and coppers and all of that stuff, right? And I went back to her and I said, just because we don't agree with someone's choices in life doesn't mean their stories aren't worth listening to. And what I am welcoming more and more of in the next and the upcoming seasons is more people that we don't agree with, more people that make us deeply uncomfortable. You know, I would love to speak to someone that is a white supremacist, someone that is a pedophile. I think that's going to be really hard to do. But talking and exploring with people that we are so against and we are so triggered by and we don't want them to be about, you know, in our society. But I think it's really important to also give the spotlight to these people to understand why these people are in the fabric of society and a part of our community and a part of life. So not only was Spanion there because he is incredibly entertaining, but whether you agree with what he did or he didn't do, it's valid for us to understand someone else's way of life. Moving on from Spanion... Uh, The carer, oof, Kathy. Kathy's episode was one that had everyone emotional, in tears, wanting to help. And I really want to acknowledge all of you because so many of you were like, how can we help her? How can we give her money? How can we support her? How can we find her housing? She was adamant that she didn't want a GoFundMe. She didn't want handouts. So we weren't able to do that for her. We really need to respect people's boundaries when they're coming on this show. Something that did happen, though, which was exceptional, and I love being able to give you this feedback, is someone from the government that does support through, I'm not sure if it's exactly NDIS or the support she has through the system, came forward and said, I am a caseworker. I can have her needs met. She can get more support. She has more rights. I'm going to connect with her and help all all of this. So she has all of that happening. Um, I have to check up that that is followed through with now, but that is probably the most help that she wanted and she's now receiving, which is from fucking you guys being a part of our community, listening and going, I have an ability to make change here. Like you don't understand. We constantly have this because of you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ooh, the alien encounter. <laughs> What an episode. Yeah, I mean, where you all landed with, like, starting, is she just off her head? Is she 
saying things is shit and into then being like, okay, I can kind of see elements of that being a real thing now. I'm just with you guys. I'm in the awe of it all. I'm in the unknown of it all. I'm in the wonderment of it all with you. I mean, the Ashton Kutcher element for me, even she knew that was like laughable and wacky. But yeah, there were elements of that. Like, I can't deny that. I don't know. I don't have the answers. But what isn't helpful, once again, if you are listening, is trying to, if you were not a doctor, psychiatrist, trying to diagnose somebody in the comment section is really unhelpful. Saying she needs psychiatric help, she's obviously bipolar, schizophrenic, and you have no qualifications. It's also, if you did, it would be highly unprofessional to do that. So I'm assuming you all don't. Don't come into the comments with that. It's, it's, it's unhelpful. There are other ways to communicate that stuff. I want to talk about Molly, a parent's worst nightmare, the follow-up with her, the part two, was one of the most anticipated episodes and one of the most downloaded episodes of the season. I mean, we are all with her in our deep frustration um, of the justice system. But only last night, I'd really love to read you something from a listener. One of the most beautiful, beautiful emails from a listener. I recently finished listening to the two-part interview you did with Molly. A mutual friend put me in contact with her because she knew what myself and my girls are going through is very similar to what Molly and her girls are going through. My daughter disclosed that her father, who I was married to at the time, was sexually abusing her. My other daughter, who was younger, disclosed abuse a few months later. The eldest closed up in her interview The youngest mustn't have said enough. He's not been arrested. He's working. I'm focused on healing my girls. We have counselling. I'm angry at the justice system. When I voice that I got told to focus on my children, I can't do both. I'm 100% focused on my children and their healing. I also think it's wrong that my daughters can tell me in detail such horrible abuse and nothing happens. He should be on a register. It's not safe. Child protection are amazing and we have an open file with them. I know the police are the older girl has more of a chance of convicting him, but it is so hard. I have been feeling so, I've got full body shivers and I could cry. I have been feeling so very alone have a beautiful village of friends and wonderful family. I have spoken to many victims and I always ask them what they wished they were told. All of them saying they wish they were told it wasn't their fault and they didn't do anything wrong. But I've never spoken to another parent of a victim until now. I listened to the first interview in my kitchen with tears streaming down my face. I actually felt like Molly was hugging me. I felt so seen. She was saying things I feel and things I needed to say. It was unreal and I'll never forget it. I listened to the second part last night and I felt the same again. So thank you to you and Molly for putting these interviews out there. 
You have changed my life. We get emails like this all the time from all different episodes, but especially the trauma ones that are like, this is me, this is my story. I get the value of sharing the stories. I just feel so stuck with how to fix things. And yeah, I'm just like all of you, you know, with just the rage and the anger and these beautiful, sweet little souls that have been fucking, fucking, fucking traumatized by these monsters. Fuck. Anyway, fuck, 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 get it together. I didn't realize that this would go there, but I just wanted to point out that these beautiful things come from sharing and Molly is a hero and the part two she had. I know so many of you are invested in her story. So I wanted to share some feedback from somebody else that has actually gotten to connect with Molly personally now as well. So they are in connection and sharing and grieving together. I just, wow, like the power of that is just potent. But in saying that, Coming up very soon is, yeah, I may as well get into it, that um, what we are releasing soon, right, is a community for all of you. Uh, It's a place where you have the opportunity to go deeper with me. It is a place that, for example, we are having... Adam Whittington on the show, who is a pedophile hunter, right? So after hearing all of this stuff from Molly and from that listener, getting in touch with Adam, who hunts these people down, rescues children, right? So that is going to be a normal deep episode. And then I obviously ran out of time, but there was so much I needed to cover with him that the additional parts of what I wanted to discuss, which was how do we keep our children safe? Give me all of the tools, give me all the books, give me everything I need to know to arm myself with a parent and as a carer with what I need to do. That conversation with him will be available on what we're offering in April. So It is at times more explicit content that I don't feel is appropriate to put on the regular part of the deep. There's been a lot of episodes that we haven't aired throughout the years because it's just, you know, it's it's fucking, fucking crazy shit. And it's more explicit, not just sexually, but it's harder to hear content. It's also content I don't want mainstream media like the Daily Mail or any other publications ripping off and using because it's sensitive topics. A lot of it is me sharing parts of myself that are more private. There are elements of me going, okay, I have these traumas. This is what I do to hold them, to handle them, to work through them. And here is a very explicit experience of me working with a 
person that is clearing my trauma. Those episodes are not for everyone. Not everyone is ready for that kind of content. So this is me welcoming you. If you want to hear things like this, this is a space for you. I'm going to be speaking to and sharing with lots of the people I've worked with over the past 20 years, dealing with sexual traumas, dealing with psychological traumas, dealing with narcissists, dealing with the hardest things that I've had to overcome, who those people are will be here on this platform. I'm also going to be confessing a lot of things that if you have been on my Instagram and you know that we do confessionals a lot, and if you're not on there, you have to check it out. That's <laughs> so good. But I'm turning, I'm turning it around on me now, and I am going to be confessing something to you every month, whether that is sexually or that is, I mean, God, that's going to come in so many different forms, things that I might have done that was a huge fuck up or that I'm really ashamed of, or it's just a place for me to vent and to be honest and to be vulnerable. And then I hope in the same way, you can turn up as a community and be courageous with your vulnerability and with your shadows and with your warts and all. Like if I show you mine, can you show me yours? You know, there is an opportunity for you to be part of intimate conversations with me directly in real time as a live. It could be with one of the um, specialists. It could be with um, some, you know, like Rosie, who is a the pussy whisperer, or it could be with a sex worker. Just fascinating conversations on how to explicitly give the world's best blowjob from a male and female perspective, blow by blow, (laughs) pardon the pun. So we'll be sitting down and we will be, you know, having a wine or a cup of tea and just like a no-holds-bar conversation where you can share your thoughts, you can ask your questions, you can share your deepest, darkest secrets in a really safe place to to be heard and seen and acknowledged and connected with me. I'm so excited. I don't want to give it all away, but there is so much to <laughs> share. To so many, it's a, it's secrets. Okay, it's just a place that we can share all of our secrets, all of our dirty laundry. We can go deeper that we can't share week to week, as we have been on the deep. I'm talking to my kind of spiritual coach and guru one week about the things that I have manifested. It's fucking wild. And it's this episode is a lot like for if you don't know what manifesting is, this is it's going to you're going to be like you're a wackadoodle Zoe, like what the fuck are you talking about? But I share in detail how I've manifested the things in my life, because we all know I'm a bit spiritual and a bit woo-woo, and it's going to be for some and not for others. There's a whole episode on that that is really, yeah, it's almost like a how-to, which is going to be amazing because I hate when people are like, oh, and this is what you do. It's like, give me the fucking, give me the steps. I want to know how to do it. And so with all of that, it is going to be gated content. So all of that will be coming I can't wait I can't wait I just feel like it's time to I don't want to be 
candid and I don't want to be cautious anymore. I want a space where I can just fucking let it all out and not worry about what media or other people are going to say. Like you are going to be in that community. You're going to understand it, accept it and be able to be challenged and have courage to turn up and to express yourself and challenge yourself in a way that you are ready for, even though it might feel scary at times. You're just going to fucking go there with me because you're ready. That is what it is. I hope that's answered a little bit because I've been very cryptic. I can't wait to see you there. I can't wait to see you there. And the deep is just going to continue as normal as a weekly thing. And this is additional and it's going to be juicy, Rusi. So I appreciate all your time listening to all of this and... Big love. See you in a couple weeks. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe here. Change is coming to the deep. I want to welcome you to Arise. It's uplifting. It's quirky. It's curious. It's all about the mindset and self-discovery to be more helpful and of service. During 16 of the Deep, you'll hear some of these episodes and I'd love to hear what you think of them over on our Instagram at What's the Deep.